Hi, I'm Chrissy. I'm Joss. And you're listening to Breaking the Curtain, the podcast where we interview our theater idols and chat all about the history behind your favorite musicals. So sit back, relax, and enjoy enjoy the episode. episode. Hi, everybody. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Breaking the Curtain. Yes. We are super duper excited to have you today because we just finished an interview that rocked my world into the sunlight oh that was cheesy but i loved it keep going (laughs) it had to be cheesy because we are talking about my favorite loviest most cheesiest musical Mm. and juliet and joining us today to chat about this amazing show as well as the process of being an understudy on Broadway is Rachel Webb of And Juliet. Now, Rachel plays Judith, one of the wonderful players in And Juliet, and she also covers the role of Juliet. So it was really interesting to get her perspective on this juicy jukebox musical. We had so much fun talking with Rachel about all of her experiences, and we just know that you guys are gonna love this interview. So... We're going to stop talking so you can listen to her. Hi. I'm excited to be here. This is so much fun. We always like to start with an introduction. So would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and who you play in the show? Sure. Hi, my name is Rachel Webb. Uh, I'm a native of Dallas, Texas. Well, really a small town 15 minutes south of Dallas called DeSoto. So I'm a Southern girl. Um, Yeah. And I play Judith in the show. I'm one of Shakespeare players. Awesome. That's something I loved about And Juliet when I saw it is that within the ensemble you have all these fabulous unique costumes and characters and the players are so involved. You know what can you tell us about Judith? Oh my goodness. Okay. Judith. (laughs) Judith is a social butterfly. She has a bunch of responsibilities in this cast. She's Shakespeare's absolute biggest fan. (laughs) Number one fan. If there ever was one, it's Judith. (laughs) <laughs> right she loves to be in everybody's business and she you know will always volunteer for tasks in this in the company so whether it's moving a set piece jumping on a bed in a transition from scene to scene whatever it she's like I want to do it let me do it Shakespeare I can do it <laughs> she talks to the audience in the beginning so all I do is like sit in the front I know you came to uh, see the show so you actually I oh my did God, I see me do both Judith and Juliet I did. And that was like, I saw the show twice. So I saw it the (laughs) opening and then I saw um, when you literally did both roles in the same show, which we will. Are you okay if we just jump to that? Because you want to. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Rachel is crazy amazing because I'm watching the show in Toronto and at intermission, there's an announcement that says, and for the second half of the show, the role of Juliet will be played by Rachel Webb. And I turned to my mom. I was like, Oh my God, I've never been in an audience where this has happened before. I was like, we're getting two Juliets for the price of one. Yes, I love that because people, the, the funny thing is people actually love when that happens in the audience. It's true. It's so true. You see that a lot on social media. People will be like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. And it is so cool. Like, it's so interesting to see that. I just love it. And the, yeah. and the cool thing about our, our show is that... Um, we don't always just do like the announcements. Sometimes we will have the uh, stage manager walk out and say, hi, I'm so-and-so and here's what's going on. Um, wow, yeah. But going on for Juliet, it it can cause a lot of stress, um, especially when you're new to it. And I think all of us were new to it, right? Like we had just finished rehearsals in May 
And then we checked it for two weeks in Toronto in two weeks of June. And then we started previews, right? And so you came opening, which was after our previews. By that time, I had already gone on for Juliet a few times. So my stress level was down and I was able to just breathe through it um, for that mid-show swing on. But um, I think the first thing that goes through my mind is, okay, this is what it is. And I have to assess the situation. I have to say, everything's fine. This is your job. You're here to cover. That's what's why they have you covering. And um, I recognize what I need to do next, which is look at my script. Do I know the safety precautions for what, whatever else is happening in the mm-hmm. show? Do I know where to run? Do I know where to go off? Do I know where to enter? Um, so I had, I had those moments, right, where I was like, okay, I'm going to look at my script, look at my, basically like my, my roadmap for the show as Ju- Juliet, because Judith and Juliet are completely different humans. Juliet is fun-loving and really strong feeling and runs in headfirst into everything. Judith sometimes will just sit back and watch. Mm. very observant Mm -hmm. so um yeah I think having my script with me at all times at the theater is my biggest asset when it comes to Mm. and you're flawless by the way like the fact that you just went on at intermission you just started I was blown away you are so so wonderful and I was like oh my gosh how did this girl do that like I would have (laughs) cried (laughs) thank you so much no I um, I get in my head a lot, you know, as as actors, we we get in our heads and we we don't always, you know, that an imposter syndrome will come will come up. But we have to trust that our preparation and the creative team has done what they've done and we've collaborated with people on stage and we have to trust our scene partners on stage in each moment because it's not just the Juliet show. Mm, it's Juliet, yeah. the May, the Angelique, everybody's show. Yeah. And um, I was I was so happy that during that time, it was very stressful, I'm not gonna lie to you. During that time, people like Mel and Betsy and Philippe, like their groundedness helped to to alleviate any type of stress that I had. That's great. And it really shows on stage. Y'all are so tight knit as a cast, and like that's where the fun really comes in. You were talking about, I'm just jumping back now, how Judith talks to the audience at the beginning. I totally adore that everyone comes on and does their own thing and gets to interact with the audience. And yes. Each other. Everybody in this cast is different. All of the players. And it's funny because we sat down in our rehearsal, the very first day of rehearsal with our British um, d- uh, directing team and our associate director at the time, Anna Fox, incredible woman. She sat down had been with the show since 2017. And she sat down and she was like, talking to each one of us in the circle. Judith, you're this, Shakespeare's biggest fan. All of the things that she had done dramaturgically, he gave us all of the gems. Um, and everybody is different, completely different. And you know, like you, you see it on stage in um, our personas, but you also see it in our costumes. We were, I was so, I'm so glad that we were able to do this because I don't know if everybody gets to collaborate with the designer. That's cool. Loma asked us in an email, like a few months before the show started rehearsing, she was like, 
is there anything like specific, any colors that you don't like to wear? <laughs> Let us know. I know they did certain things in London and we can figure it out for Broadway. We can figure it out for Toronto, like whatever you need. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I really like high top shoes. And so that was my contribution. Oh, I love, love it. that. <laughs> that is so cool. And it's true. That's not a process that everyone in every cast gets to go through. So that's even more special. Love that you all got to do that. That's really yeah. awesome. Do you have a favorite costume piece? Because there's so many good ones. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. I have pictures here. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I'm in the dressing room. If you can't tell. <laughs> I think my favorite one, you can't really see it, like, but it's gorgeous. Low costumes are just so pretty. They're so, so pretty. I don't think I have a full body one. But as Juliet, my favorite costume is the last one. I have a picture of it there. Yes. Oh, I love that. (gasps) Um, It's just like, uh, they're so pretty. They're so pretty. I feel like a little princess running around. <laughs> I yeah, love it. Everyone looks like a pop star. Yes. Like, concert oh. wear. The um the gorgeous dress that Juliet wears in Roar that comes like up here and it's like got the gold and like the pink. It's like, I'm like, oh, this is a music video. <laughs> that that's definitely her Beyonce moment. Right? Yes. When it, like, yes. Spoilers, but like when she comes up on this like platform <laughs> and she's singing. And her hands are up. It's like best has moment. a Beyonce moment. Yeah, yeah. love. Oh, beautiful. Um, do you have a favorite costume for for like the players or like for any of the principals on stage? Mm. Oh, I personally, I love Tiernan's costume. I think it's yeah. so fun. She's <laughs> the best. Yes, the colors too. Yes. I also love it's so simple, but like it does the job for me. Um, what Anne wears in the scene before the wedding when she has yeah, her big cool. song. Like it's just this pretty little white lace dress. It's understated, but it just captures like the whole moment. I'm like, yes. It really does the job. And it's that is that's one of my favorite looks of hers too. Mm-hmm. And all the wigs are like gorgeous in the oh, show all too. we do all day long is play dress up <laughs> i love it that's yes. the dream <laughs> dream the dream part so in this building i have to sit down and realize my job eight times a week is to play dress up oh love it that is the best that is, that is <laughs> the best really what else is, oh i love the the backstreet boys moment the costumes oh, yeah. for that that that's hilarious to me it's perfect <laughs> Those are those are kind of iconic. I'm not gonna lie. Literally every costume is iconic. Everything. Could... Everything. Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> Everything. So Big Show and Juliet. It's all dancing, all singing, all the time from start to finish. Um, when you're on stage, what are your pre-show routines to get ready to go through that for the next two and a half hours? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to do yoga. So mm. I have just recently gotten this oh nice and I just keep it at the theater I was gonna keep it at home and do it in the mornings but I think I should just keep it at the theater and I I made this decision today on the way here I was like I think that is gonna be my routine Mm -hmm. because in addition to the actual warm-up that we do with our dance captain Brittany um that moment of just like stillness and meditation Mm -hmm. it it jump starts me 
And it's difficult right now because we're in a place, we're in a time where we're like a hundred shows in and it's, it's hard to like motivate yourself to do it because your body hurts. And so when, when I find myself in, um, in a place of Zen mm. and my, my muscles are stretched differently than I'm going to be doing in the show, then maybe I have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of extra energy. Mm. You know? Yeah, especially in the winter, New York can get so, so cold and your bones are just like, oh, and I can't imagine doing all this dancing in this show and then walking out into the cold. So I think starting your day with some yoga, amazing. Mm. That's perfect. Yeah. So it's so true. And I didn't even think about that. Like you walk outside (laughs) after warming up, maybe between shows. Yeah. You may warm up again. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So in addition to your track as Judith, you're also an understudy, which we talked about. And I thought it would be really cool for you to tell our listeners about what an understudy does, how they kind of get prepared, and some of your little tips and tricks and experiences. It's really fun to be an understudy on Broadway. Mm. This community is currently really accepting understudies and um, highlighting us. And it feels good to be highlighted. So thank you for asking this question um, and even doing this interview with me. Um, But also, as an understudy, I have two jobs, Mm -hmm. right? So I have, um, I'm an onstage cover. So I have the job of doing the show every day as my ensemble track. And I also have the job of having Juliet in my mind, in my body, in my spirit at all times, if ever I need to go on and be a cover. Mm -hmm. So it comes with the rehearsals. Usually after the show is open, they don't have many rehearsals scheduled for people unless there's like a cleaning or Mm -hmm. um, just a brush up on something. Now we're doing a lot of rehearsals because we're we're doing put in so like it's really cool to have the opportunity to go on for someone if you don't usually get to so we have first covers and second covers in our show right um mm-hmm. i'm one of two juliet covers currently so i'm the first cover so if juliet needs to be covered i go on first if i cannot do that second cover goes on and that is how it is for all of the principal roles. And then we've also got offstage swings mm. who's, who's in the building and they warm up with us. They are our family as well. And um, when someone like myself is who's an onstage cover goes on for the role that they cover, an offstage swing comes on and fills the role that is vacant. So um it means to be a to be an understudy or a cover or a swing. It means to be prepared at a moment's notice, and it also means to um, actually that's that's simply what it is to be prepared at a moment's notice. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there are obviously more like intricacies that come with it. Um, you know, you want your people to come see you, and that doesn't always happen. So, like, I guess the the downside sometimes is that when you go on, you might not have more than a few hours notice. And so 
your family can't just come in and see you sometimes. Like my family's all the way in Texas. Right. So that's, that's kind of a downside, but it's okay because at some point there will be scheduled performances and people can see you. Mm-hmm. I have my script with me at all times. Um, and I received notes from our directing team about Juliet. So let me see if I have anything here that's like this notebook. It's literally just like, you can't really see that. It's like notes. Oh, that's epic. Notes oh. upon notes upon notes. And like, that's me drawing the stage and making sure what, what the, yeah, like what um, light I'm supposed to be in. They're like, Rich, you're a little bit too far downstage or you're a little bit too far upstage. And I'm like, wait, what? So (laughs) I draw it out and I'm like, okay, so this is where I'm supposed to be. And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay, great. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I have here, I'm going to show you my little, like, my little (gasps) rendering. Oh, that's so cool. Cute. So it goes song by song, starting with Baby One More Time, which is her first all the way to the end of the show. Um, And it's just like, I put little stars. I'll I'll show you this. I put little stars for where I'm supposed to go. And then little dotted arrow lines to show you where. And then I write down the safeties, like, don't walk onto the trap or you will fall. (laughs) that's a that's a good one to have for sure <laughs> and so like it's 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 great I, honestly it's so much fun I know some understudies have different processes like they'll have uh, index cards right they'll be just for this track and just for this track I'm actually fortunate I only have to learn my track and Juliet but some people have to learn their ensemble track and two other leads mm-hmm. so wow. their first and second covers for things which is great you know, lovely for them because they have more um, opportunities to be seen in these roles, but it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. which means that they're in triple the rehearsals. I'm in double the rehearsals and um, it's, it can be taxing on our bodies. That That's mm-hmm. very, uh, that's the reality of it, right? Like we'll be doing the show at night and we might have a rehearsal in the morning or a rehearsal in the afternoon and then get like a three hour break and then have to be ready for the show. Um, and so it, essentially when those rehearsals happen, we have what what it feels like 10 show weeks because we'll have wow. like two rehearsals and we have eight shows that week. Anyway, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because no, it really is. It's really fun because when you're in the rehearsal, you feel like you're the principal in that moment. And it's like, oh, I don't have to do what Lorna does. You had this rehearsal so that I can learn the track so that I can ask you questions specifically and collaborate with you on my version of um, Juliet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's completely different and completely just as valid as hers. And yes. It's so lovely, mm-hmm. lovely to be um, trusted with the responsibility of covering someone. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also, I wanted to tell you this about um, covering. I don't know if this is the experience that other people have with their shows, but me and Lorna are friends. You know, it's there's uh, no there's no rivalry. Yeah, I am so grateful to have joined this professional theater industry in Anne Juliet because I have I get to cover someone who is so sweet and gracious and thoughtful you know like 
that makes a difference, especially when she's the lead and the front facing person of the show. Mm-hmm. When everything like is in her is is her face and she's mm-hmm. also a good human, that trickles down to everybody. And so um as an understudy, I'm learning right now what it's like to one day be a principal and the grace, mm-hmm. the excitement and the optimism that is needed along with, you know, your own groundedness and your own routine, your own professionalism, all of those things. But in addition to that, your attitude does yeah. a lot of the work for you in the room. And thank you for sharing that because this yeah. isn't a conversation that I, I don't think we've ever discuss this on the podcast with a guest and that is something that I'm sure so many listening will take away and being Mm -hmm. an understudy is hard work and you all deserve so much more recognition so like so much more and you're right I'm happy that we are in a time where people are like I have to go see this cover in this show Mm -hmm. it is it is so much more celebrated I'm so thankful yes. that you all get that recognition but yeah. you need so much more and we are sending so much all more. that love to <laughs> all of you <laughs> so much you were so sweet I know I was a long-winded in that long answer no that was no. Um, that's one of the best answers we've ever had on here ever you yeah handled that no, so no, we're, elegantly we're totally like it's not a even big like answer. Genuinely, you yes. took us through step by step I felt like I was getting like, <laughs> a little behind the scenes peek it it was really yeah. beautiful Rachel people Everybody else is going to love this as much as like we just did. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you, do you have a favorite number to perform in the show? Because there's so many good ones. Oof. Um, As Judith, my favorite one to perform is honestly larger than life has been really home recently. Um. Mm-hmm. It's between Roar and Larger Than Life. Nice. No, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> solid bangers. Solid choices. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's just like female mm-hmm. empowerment. That's yes. what it is. And we just like, we, we can't, I can't talk about it because it's a spoiler. But um, yeah. If you know, you know, and I think everybody's right there with you. It's so great. And if you don't know, you have to go see the show. Go see (laughs) the show. (laughs) Go see it. (laughs) Oh, as Juliet, it's stronger. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I love that. That like whole sequence, like stronger and perfect and roar is like, crying they they know how to they know how to break your heart and put Mm. it back together I know it's perfect and yeah I think we talked about since you've been gone we're not going to spoil it for anybody but it's one of my favorite (laughs) jukebox musical moments because it just totally Mm -hmm. defines to me what a jukebox musical does because right away everybody is on the same page and in on what's going on Mm. (laughs) it's so good and then the funny thing is, I just found this, I just like noticed it in uh, what, last month. There's a jukebox on the stage. Yes. Yeah. During that. Like, of course, somebody moves it on. Yes. And we use the, the jukebox in the beginning and at the very end to seal it all together. But I'm sitting here 
And I and my my blocking is to be at the ju- jukebox. And I and I look to my uh, castmate Joe, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is a jukebox. And like, it's literally on the nose because this is a jukebox musical. I get it. We did a full run in Toronto. <laughs> we opened on Broadway for some months, and I just now got it. I'm confused. How does this work? It's just. I, I love it. I remember I walked in and the first thing I clocked was the jukebox on the stage and I, and it was playing like, you know, yeah. the, your pre-show music was playing. So I saw the jukebox. I heard the music. I was like, ah, I get it. I get I. It's crazy, though. You, you When you're in it, you don't even yeah. see half the things. I imagine. Yeah. You're facing out, right? Like you've, you've got a lot of other mm-hmm. things to worry about <laughs> than me. I'm just entertain me. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are having so much fun at the show, too. Mm. I didn't have a voice the next day after I went the second time. I literally, like, I screamed my face off. In addition to these wonderful numbers, there are so many beautiful, 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 gorgeous lyrics in the show. Mm. Max Martin's really quite the genius. And um, I was wondering, do you have, like, a lyric that just, like, really, like, hits home to you? Yeah. Um... Like perfect has a few that that hit me, mm. but specifically in the song that he wrote for this show, the only Max Martin song that was written for the musical is "One More Try," and she says, "We all were born to break the rules." Yeah, and it's it's just it's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. we live our lives, and we have our experiences in our youth. Mm. And we're born to break those rules and figure out how to move on in life Mm. and grow up and just like put one foot in front of the other. Mm. And then like you keep challenging things because otherwise you're just going to be someone who, what, I don't know, like if you don't challenge what's in front of you, you're going to continuously be complacent. Mm. And you won't be able to grow. And I feel like, why not break rules, figure it out, learn from your mistakes, and just keep going. And it's and it's that line doesn't specifically say all of those things, but my interpretation of it really um, helps me to inform. Like that line moves the plot forward for me mm. when it comes yeah. to telling Julia's story and in the various scenes that she's talking to, because she has her parents, right? who are really about following rules. She even, um, Juliet even, you know, (laughs) influences the nurse, who's a rule follower. Yeah. (laughs) To break a rule. Yeah. And leave and go somewhere else. And I feel like that's, that, that's a great, that's a great line. It touches me. Mm And it really speaks now that you've mentioned it to every one of the principal characters in the show. Like they're all breaking, either breaking rules or struggling to break rules. Mm. And wow, like my mind's blown. I'm going to be thinking about this all (laughs) night. Like, holy, you just literally (laughs) summed up the whole show. (laughs) Oh, I got interpretation of it alone, like just touched my heart very much so thank you Aww. for that thank you for sharing that <laughs> oh my god yeah that was a really great answer again yeah like, <laughs> do you have a, a line in the show that works for you oh my goodness 
I I like I really love like the entirety of the song Roar, which I used mm-hmm. to struggle with like really, really, really bad anxiety. And my mom would be like, it was and around the time Roar came out, she was like, you have to be like the Katy Perry song. And my mom, who she she can't sing very well. She's like tone deaf, <laughs> but she would try to sing the Katy Perry song to me. The song to so you. every time I would like be in like a really dark place with my anxiety, I would like just think about the Katy Perry song and I just like play it over mm-hmm. and over and over in my head. And eventually it was just like roar, 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 roar. And so like that song, like, and seeing how it is in the show where Juliet owns her power with it. Yeah. I'm going to cry just talking talk about it, but. <laughs> oh, I just love yeah, that. Another good one. I love in, um, that's the way it is. Just love's going to conquer it all. Cause again, that's. Mm. It will. It, will. it, it does. Will. Yeah. Love's going to conquer it all. And then she just goes off and starts riffing on all. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Of course it is. If Betsy Wolf sings it, it's going to happen. Right? I love this question. If you could take any other Shakespeare play and give it the end Juliet treatment to turn it into a musical with the music of one pop icon, which would it be and why? Um, one pop. Well, I want to use Beyonce. Yes. Or Stevie. Mm. You can blend people. You can mm. put them together. You can. Yeah. Go for it. I don't know. I really just. Well, Stevie Wonder's music has to yes. happen. Mm. How is that not already? How yeah, has Stevie how has that not happened like, yet? Honestly, it's such it's it's a big deal. Like it's hard to it's hard to pull yeah. it off. Sure. Yes, for sure. They're pulling they're pulling off MJ like with flying yeah. colors. Yeah. But it's hard to pull off mm-hmm. any any like extreme mainstream artists. Yeah. Yes. Um so I have to figure out which which show though. I mean, just to shake things up, I guess I would like to see a maybe an Othello mm. with Stevie music or Ooh. or a Twelfth Night with Stevie music because a Twelfth Twelfth Night is a comedy. Mm. Stevie's music is uplifting, yeah. but like I want to see something like maybe Hamlet and somebody would make it very. I don't know. I kind of want to do a tragedy with his music just so that it would. I don't know if it's gonna work, but. Somebody has the smarts to do it. I do not. <laughs> I just, you know, it was Shakespeare's words are so musical. So like, he's kind of like the perfect person to like yeah. drop stuff into. I was, I was thinking about that too. Cause I was like, I can't ask this question without thinking about it because that's not fair. It's a hard question, <laughs> but like. It's a hard question because everybody also doesn't know Shakespeare. I have mm-hmm. to like, I've done one Shakespeare play in my life. It was the Tempest, mm-hmm. but other than that, on scenes and reading these plays is difficult for me i'm not gonna lie i went to uh london to study shakespeare for three weeks and it was difficult because Mm -hmm. that is so hard and they breathe it over there Mm -hmm. yes they breathe it and over in (laughs) in my school it's like 
if you want to, you you do you do it. But if it's not like embedded into our yeah yeah existence as theater actors, even though it should be yeah for sure yeah yeah. Just thinking um, I mean I'm not in a theater, but you are, so I won't say it. But the Scottish play with like some like hard rock music would be really funny. Um, that would be hilarious. that would be great. I would cool, spend yeah. a lot of money on that. <laughs> I would. That's good. I would. I like that. I would. That would be. It fun. would work. Yeah, it would it work. Really would work. I don't know who's music specifically, but they are actually doing that in the UK. They're doing a concept album, but it's like musical theater, though. I think a jukebox mm. with that music that story would also be funny. But like they're doing like a for the Scottish play. Yeah. Hmm. But they're also doing like a rock. That's they're doing cool. like a new rock musical, and like Carrie Ellis did the demo or something. It's called Lady mm-hmm. M, so I think it's more focused on her. Which like, okay, I like that. That's cool. Maybe Billie Eilish. Ooh. Oh yes, that's plus. Um, you you said like some hard rock stuff. Mm. Ooh, I don't even know rock like that. She, you know, Lady M could be a Janis Joplin. Oh mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, that is my love language. Yes, I like that. She could yeah. be a, she could be a Tina. Mm. Oh yeah, she could, oh yeah, that'd be really yeah. good too. I don't know. Maybe she couldn't be a Tina. Mm. If you take maybe like all the strong female like artists and just put them into like that soundtrack, maybe, maybe you know, yeah. oh, mm. you could have anyone, right? Tina, yeah. Beyonce, Janice. Stevie Nicks, you know, like, oh, yes. I like it. I want it. I will take it. What about it. Heart? <gasps> heart would be heart? sick. Yes. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. They could they could really tell those those Lady M stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay, I think that's the one. That's the All one. Right. Yeah. The Scottish play with heart music. Mm, I am sold. <laughs> yes. I like it. And well, Heart, Janice Joplin, Tina. Beyonce. Oh, yes. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. All but the-, the Scottish play, the Scottish lady. Yeah. Yes. Her story. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one final question for you. Why should people come and see Anne Juliet? People need to come see this show because it's inclusive. It's fun. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a feel good. It will break your heart. Put it back together with a tight bow. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. You should come see our show. Mm-hmm. I love it, and you are just the best. You're you awesome. Are a ray of sunshine. <laughs> it has yeah. been so lovely getting to chat with you. Thank you again Thank you for so joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christy. You guys are the best. Yeah, you are. Oh, you're the best. Amazing. And when we were arranging this, I was like, Oh my god, it's Rachel. Like, this is be fun. <laughs> we were super excited. Well, please, whenever you guys come, we can come and just like hang out after the show. We'll just sure, like, yeah, be, be so lovely. Decompress what we all just experienced. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Of course. Of course. Anytime. <laughs>